0: So today we had a pretty fat slate of matches, both in in Berlin and Birmingham. We got through a lot of matches. Unfortunately, two of them uh, were suspended. On to tomorrow. Two matches in uh, Birmingham were suspended due to lack of light and unsuitable playing conditions. I think the lack of light thing, I'm sure, like, obviously you can't control how long um, matches go, but I'm, I'm sure there's something that can be done with scheduling. As far as the matches went, uh from a tennis point of view, I think today was a lot better. The results, I think um made a lot more sense. In my opinion, uh the matches were a lot better. Uh, the players that played today were a lot better. I'm going to start with Birmingham. I have I have no crazy takeaway to start us off with. I think it's it's best to to tackle them as they come along. I feel like that's the most efficient way, okay? <laughs> I mean, look, uh, sorry, sorry, okay, before I start, look, there are, um. There are a lot of, um. Funny results, actually. Forget what I said. Um, some results or matches or, or, or sequences, uh, you know, within a couple of matches that make you go, like, wow, this is, um. A crazy one. I'm, I'm. Usually, like, what, 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 when I just said, um, yeah, there was nothing crazy today, you know, for, for the most part, the results today make sense. No, because usually I, I, I say that off the top of my head. Just now, I pulled up the, like, all the scores, like, all the matches from today, and wow. <laughs> and this is, and, and and the reason why I'm laughing, and the reason why I even brought this up, because the first match... Uh, that I was gonna talk about in Birmingham and uh, Birmingham sorry was uh <laughs> Shelby Rogers and Sorry Christale. I think it's a bit embar look like all things considered, it's a bit embarrassing for Shelby Rogers to have lost us. Um I'm really happy Shelby Rogers lost cause then now we have more matches to bet. Uh, I'm I'm done uh for at least five, six, seven years. Uh depends on betting Shelby Rogers matches. I, I made that decision not too long ago. So this result made me really happy, not only because now uh, we we got rid of the, the poison, I guess, Shelby Rogers, but Sori Kristea g- uh, got herself a, a wonderful win. A good start to the grass season for her. Sori Kristea won the first set, dropped the second, and then 6-1 in the third. 6-3, 4-6, 6-1. You know, Sori Kristea was actually a, a, a pretty large underdog, I would say, but it, it was justified. I mean, Shelby Rogers last week played uh, Den Bosch, I believe. Uh, yeah, she she was okay. Not too bad. It is Shelby Rogers after all. Sorry, Christia, I, I think, won uh, one match in her last seven or six, and it was her first round in the French Open uh, to Tatiana Maria. But other than that, she was on a horrible uh, losing streak. And, you know, Sloane Stephens did what she did against her when we last saw... Uh, sorry, Kristea play, so um, the line made sense, Sorry, Kristea being an underdog, but did the result make sense? Not really, but I'm happy to see it. it it's believable, but it uh, doesn't really make sense, if, if that makes sense. Diana uh want to watch out for Magdalenette back to being Magdalenette. If you remember, there was a period of time where uh, I was quite high, and uh, let's call it uh, infatuated with Magdalenette, but uh, clearly we are past that, and I'm, I'm happy I was able to pull the trigger on Diana Jastramska, and I'm happy Diana Jastramska was able to come through. Yesterday I said how Diana Yastremska was is, uh, is uh, up until now even, uh, Alexandrova did play today. Jastramska is the only player to take a set off Alexandrovo. Okay, and I say that... Uh, with significance, because Alexandrova, wow, Um, since, I don't know when, since the first clay tournament, which was Charleston, Alexandrova has been playing well, and I think that was like in March, maybe, or like early, early April, maybe, or late March, I'm not entirely sure, but it's like two, two, two two-ish months now, where Alexandrova is trending all the way up, and it's just a huge, a huge bummer that she's not going to be playing Wimbledon. I can't believe that. That's probably the one thing that I should have started with today. Probably the, what, uh, one of the best grass players at the moment. I mean, you know, we can say that. We can say that. But we have to add it, add at the moment, at the end of it. And and yeah, it's true. At the moment, Ekaterina Alexandrova is one of the best uh, grass players. And she's not going to be playing Wimbledon. Honestly, like, I, I know Sabalenka lost today, but honestly, like, she, the same can be said for her. If she gets it together, she's pretty good on dra- grass. Today she got beaten by uh, Kudermetova, who also won't be playing Wimbledon. And in the final, and then last week, she was beaten by Alexandrova, who we're speaking of right now. Also a Russian, and who's not going to be playing. um Kasad Kino and uh, Samsonova, like... Uh, yeah, you know, but, uh, man, it's tough. I tweeted, there are three players that, uh, the most winningest players, the players with the most wins so far uh, 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 on the WTA this grass season so far. McNally has seven. Alexandrova and, and Bia Haddad Maya have six each. Uh, they have zero losses as well. Uh, Alexandrova and Haddad Maya, they're six and oh. McNally seven and one. Her one loss, uh, none other than Alexandrova herself, and it was pretty bad. It was it was a it was a pretty uh, it was a stomping for sure. But Kat McNally four of those wins were qualies. Uh, okay, so maybe that pads her record a little bit. She won four matches last week in in Nottingham, two in qualies, and then first round, second round, went to the quarterfinal, lost Alexandrova. This week in Birmingham, McNally looks to be on the same path again. Uh, One or two matches in qualies came through in the first round today. Uh, beat McNally. How about that? Beat, sorry, <laughs> beat uh, Elise Mertens from a set down as well. McNally, the con- confidence and form is everything. Especially early on in a new surface. If you're confident, you have, uh, uh, you've clocked in your hours on court. You're in good form. Being in good form and, and, and being comfortable with the surface will make you confident. Also, winning and good results and good performances will also make you confident. Having more match sharpness than your opponent is a huge plus, And if you know that, that will also make you much more confident. So McNally's on a roll now. And after losing the first set, she did not roll over. She, she knew... She was in this. She she knew that she she could get it done, and she did. McNally three six, and then six four seven five against Elise Mertens. My God, this Elise Mertens just so bad. My God. But Elise Mertens, though, like I always say, she made her reputation, her ranking, her money, her career, her points, all that stuff, beating players like McNally and 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 these first rounds, second rounds, third rounds, um. In tournaments like this, so... Uh, yeah, but the price was funny, the... the, the I feel like McNally won pretty easily in the end, what a performance by McNally. Um, I've talked about it before, McNally, like, why she's experiencing so much success on the surface. She knows her strengths, she has a game plan that, that plays her strengths. She, uh, it's clear she's not the best player in the world, but, but she knows how to play. She knows how to construct points. She knows her weapons. She knows how to how to set up points and how to finish them. And confidence is key. And having good preparedness, and a game plan, and good tactics, and 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 being able to address your your strengths and weaknesses, and then focus uh, or devise a game plan to 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 you know to, for you to <laughs> for, like play to the best of your ability. That will also give you confidence. Preparedness also. Uh, Makes you feel great. It's half the fight most of the time. Because then, like, once you know what to do, all you have to do, really, easier said than done. But it's just to go out there and do it. And McNally, she's been doing just that. Ostapenko versus and now, now, this... Uh, this match was as expected. I mean, I know the score is funny, but that's why I was saying, like... Everything sort of went to plan or script, if that makes sense. Like... You know Marino was was gonna make a contest out of this. You know Ostapenko would uh, probably get a get it done in the end, but it, but it won't be pretty or anything like that. And that was the case. Ostapenko won in, in three sets. Uh, not really close, but yeah. Nuria Perez Diaz versus Magdalena Freck. Uh, look, man. These two players suck. They're in that category. Yesterday, I I I talked about there's, like, this class of players. Like, Lauren Davis, um, Katie Bolter, Alison Riss, Caro Garcia, Gulabich. I feel like they're all in this category of just, like, like shit regular players on tour. But, like, they're not that shit. Like, there's players a lot worse than them. But, like, they're... They're, like, the middle class of society. You know? <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate at all. But anyway. Yesterday I told you I didn't bet this. I told you in this match you can bet whatever you want. I mean I know that applies for any match. Or in every match ever. Like in the history of of everything. But here really what I meant by that is that whatever. Bet you liked or or whatever. Bet you made a case for. I'd be like yeah I believe you sounds good. Like if you told me bet the over. I'd be like okay cool. Uh. Bet the under? Okay, cool. Uh, bet Magdalena Freck in straight sets? Okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> bet Nuria Perez Diaz in straight sets? Okay, cool. Bet Magdalena Frech to win? Okay, sounds good. Bet Nuria Perez Diaz? Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I, I hope, uh, you know, if if someone bet the over, then yeah, they would have won, uh, they would have won. If you bet Magdalena Frech, uh, wo- you would have won too, because she won from a set down lost the tie break 7-6. Now for Magdalena Frick being a serial loser losing a long contested first set in a tie break and then coming back to win 6-3 6-3 is impressive. But I think it also tells you a lot about Nuria Prizes Diaz. I don't know, I don't know what's good with her. She had a little purple patch, uh, had some good results um, earlier this year. Um, I think in, in February fe- or, or March And maybe some of April, she was quite good, but now no. Now no, and I think the grass is is not really for her. Magdalena Frek, I mean, she has potential. She's young, she she could be good, but I think she, she loves to lose a bit too much. But today, that was not the case. Probably the one most surprising result was Alison Risk versus Katie Bolter. For me, this was the biggest surprise of the day, in my opinion. Uh, it it didn't really make sense to me. Alison Risk played great last week. The only person that stopped her was Bia Haddad Maya, which you could make a case for uh, being the best uh, grass player at the moment and being in in the best form at the moment. And, you know, Alison Risk made the final. There was, like, no one could stop her, you know, from a set up, from a set down. Alison Risk was was figuring out a way to win every time. Today against Katie Bolt I mean Katie Bolter. Look, it's it's Katie Bolter. Um I mean I think Harriet Dart is better better than her, in my opinion. And Harriet Dart is not even that great, you know, but there goes Katie Bolter, really good win for her. Uh wasn't broken at all in the match, 6-4, six, 6-3 six, over Allison Risk. Faced three, three br- bl- 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 break points, saved all of them. And then Kvitova played against uh Kvitova, the Brazilian Kvitova, um which is Bia Haddad Maia and Kvitova won. Uh Kvitova, Kvitova won in straight Seven six six two. 7-6, 6-2. Uh, I'm talking about the Brazilian Kvitova, sorry. Now this line is funny sometimes, and in, in, in tennis you see funny lines, and it's I, I think this is where name tax applies, and, and some of these lines, it's not a true representation of actual true win probability, uh, sometimes it's um, just the market, public perception. Most of the time when, when bookmakers create a line, they, they make the line so that they're the action is balanced on both sides. Neither side is a huge liability. So, in the case that you know, if a if a side, if a certain side wins, whatever side, they don't stand to lose a lot of money. But I I don't know why you'd make Kavitsava a, a favorite like this. Kavitsava sucks at the moment. But that Maya can be could be the best grass player in the world at the moment. We can say that. I think that's true. Bia Maya played really well, serving amazing, so focused, doesn't look tired, confident as ever. Can argue that she keeps getting better and better, her wins getting more and more impressive. To beat Kvitova in straights, who, who sucks at the moment, but didn't really play that bad, Kvitova, in all honesty. That is all for Birmingham today in the completed matches. Uh there were two more matches, Jenna Fett versus the Zangbanger. Now this is this is kinda ugly, I think, for the Zangbanger. She lost the first set 7-5. And in the second, I think um they're on serve. Zhang is up 4 3. I believe Fett is serving, I think. Yeah, she is. Uh but she's down break point. So it's 3 4, 30, 40. Oh, embarrassing uh, if if Zhang loses this in straights, but looks like she might be able to break here and serve for the set And then that'll probably be the match, but we'll see uh, uh, This match is largely irrelevant, but very embarrassing for the Zhang banger and good for Fett, uh, the qualifier Or lucky loser, I don't, I don't know, is she a I don't know Oh, yeah, she is a qualifier, not a lucky loser. Okay, well, good good for Fett if, if, if she can come through this. The other match uh, then pro- was probably one of the better matches of the day. Um, in Birmingham, at least, both of these girls just absolutely hitting the fuck out of the ball, man. Just just crunching it. There's no long rallies. That just, just pounding the ball, both of them. Now, both of these matches, like I said, were interrupted uh, due to... Uh, Lack of light, darkness, whatever, moisture on the surface, unplayable conditions, whatever. Um, so Martensova and Georgie only played one set. Uh, Georgie won it in a tiebreak. Um, I think f- f- six br- uh, was it? Six breaks in the set, I think. Um, really close though. Georgie served for the set. God broke. Um, yeah, man. Uh, look, Martensova is, is playing well, but not at her best. Georgie is playing honestly really really well but also getting kind of lucky but uh, i mean if, if if your shots are like just landing on the line or are barely going in then maybe it's not luck i mean maybe it is but she is also playing well uh, seeing the ball big uh hitting a lot of winners forehand backhand uh, you know r- return winners all that stuff so so this really was high quality match both serving well for the most part there are some double faults but it's good it's good from both players um the tie break also was really close. There was one really bad call. I th- I think Georgie hit a ball long and nobody moved. And then a tie break, man, that's huge. It was a it was a five-five it was a five-four point. Georgie uh they were on serve, like no mini breaks. Uh, it was five-four Martinsivo. So Georgie served. First of two. And hit the ball long. Uh, that would have been four six with her with her second serve coming up, Georgie, uh, with two set points for Martinsva. So I, I think that really did kind of change the course of, of the tiebreak. But um, it is what it is. Martensova, yeah, she was uh, hobbled, um, knee injury, retired against Bia uh, Maya last week. But Martinsva last week played played amazing, right? Uh, and Georgie not so much lost to Harriet Dart lost to Harriet Dart from a set up in a match where it was suspended to the next day I think that sounds uh, very familiar this match also she is a set up and also suspended and, and, and pushed to the next day so I mean look don't rule out Martinsiva I think it's good for Martinsiva Georgie all about the rhythm, she was finding her rhythm, she was on one. There is no telling that she will play the same tomorrow. Martins of an opportunity for her to regroup. Maybe, maybe I'm just wishfully thinking, but I think there, there could be some truth behind this. If her knee is still bothering her, it's a, a chance to rest. You know, and, 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 and get after it again tomorrow. Okay. On to Berlin, then. Okay. Best thing I saw in Birmingham today was probably the Haddad Maya, to be honest. Second would be uh, KT McNally. Honorable mention, KT McNally. Worst thing that I saw today in Birmingham, Ostapenko's second set. 5-1-0, plus 5-7. In the post-match, Ostapenko talked about how her biggest opponent was herself, and her level and her quality is much better than her opponent, and she knew it, she actually said that. Which I think, there's nothing wrong with saying that, because it's true. And uh, even if it isn't, it's okay for a player to think and to say that, and to feel that way, but it is true as well. Got it together in the third and won 6-3 Ostapenko. Uh, the most interesting thing that I saw today, I'd say KT Bolter 6-4 6-3, a very comfortable, commanding, straightforward win over Alison Risk. Okay, now on to Berlin for real. Honestly, guys, I'm a bit worried. These Berlin matches kind of suck. Uh, so far, at least, they kind of suck. Uh, you know, we're we're through into round two. the The first round matches were really bad. Uh, yesterday, all the matches went to three sets. Uh, today, only two out of the s- eight went to three sets. <laughs> Was it eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Two out of the nine went to three sets. So Berlin started an hour before Birmingham. So when the slate started, like when when the, when the tennis day started, my only two options were either Sakari uh, versus uh, Billy Jean Jean, or Zidancic versus Samsonov. Uh, I was sick to my stomach having having to pick one of the two. I, I'd, I'd really hope that I, I, you know, I had another option. Uh, but no, I watched some son of a match. It was really bad. Uh, from both players, it was really bad, really ugly, low quality, uh, complete lack of rhythm. Even the umpire was like wh- the umpire was like oh, like you can tell sometimes the umpire like from their voice, like their their tone, their pitch. Uh, you can sort of, you know. Oh man, it was really bad. I I would have hated to to be watching that in that arena. It seemed, uh, or stadium, or court, or whatever. It seemed it seemed dead. I feel sorry for the umpire and anyone who watched. I turned it off after five five. I've I've had enough. Uh, at that point, I've had enough for sure. But yeah, Samsonova won 7 five, six, one. Uh, pretty straightforwardly in, in the straight set, but 7-5 in the first set, Samsonova, that was really bad. I don't know how. I don't know how. Uh, Samsonova, we'll st- w- at the, we can... At the end here, we'll look at the draw, we'll talk about who's next, even though uh, Samsonova doesn't play her second round match tomorrow, we know who her second round opponent is, and we can talk about that. And there are lines for it, and, you know, we'll look at the rest of the... Uh, the draw in both tournaments as well, and we'll get to that, but Samsonova, next round, yeah, we'll, uh... <clears throat> yep. And yeah, Sakri, of course, of course, of course, one 3 6 against probably the worst player in the draw. And of course, Sakri, one of the worst players in the draw, got the actual worst player in the draw. So, like, Sakri now, since she beat the actual worst player in the draw, Sakri now, officially, is the worst player in the draw. Okay. Benchich coming in today was on Fraud Watch. Um Bencic, um she still is on Fraud Watch. She, you know, she has not redeemed herself in any way. Um went to three sets with Big Julie Nemo. Uh a win is not good enough. And you didn't cover minus four and a half. Uh you're you're embarrassing. And yeah. No, it's not good. We'll talk about who she plays next, and we'll look at that line too. Bencic, I'm not loving it at the moment. Last year, Bencic was great in Berlin. Samsonova, by the way, uh, defending champion in Berlin. I think I... I th- maybe I, I might have mentioned that, but no. Samsonova playing really poorly at the moment, and not in, in very impressive form. Her Zidane 67561 might look good to some, but no, wasn't convincing or impressive at all. Last week, lost to Anli in straights. You know, um... Yeah, not looking likely for a repeat. Last year, uh, uh, you know, throughout the grass season, I think she was on a 10-match uh, win streak or something like that. All on the grass. Kalinskaya versus Alizia Cornet. Good performance and, and good win for Anna Kalinskaya. Good bet as well. I was uh, really proud for of this one. Some bets, you know, like, some winners feel better than others, regardless of, like... Uh, wager size or stake or anything like that, like like, wa- like being right on certain uh, players' bets, matches, whatever. All, like sometimes feels more rewarding than others. Uh, for me personally, this was certainly one of them. Um, Alize Cornet last year in Berlin played well, um, but I think she has been slowly trending uh, downwards. Last we saw of her was her retirement against Xin Wen Sheng in uh, at the French Open. Kalinskaya last week lost to Bencic, but really stuck at her. Do you know who Kalinskaya plays next uh, here in Berlin? Bencic, again. Last week, Bencic won in straights, two really close sets against uh, Kalinskaya. I I think Kalinskaya really... uh, uh, I'm not going to say anything now. Uh, We'll we'll get to it when we get to it. But, yeah, I I, you know... And that line is funny, too. uh, Huh? Now, Alexandrova was the biggest favorite on the slate along with uh, Zachary. Zachary covered uh, the minus five and a half, minus six, minus six and a half games. Uh, Alexandrova didn't, and, and I think it was just a, a really funny, overinflated line. Uh, just not showing any respect to Zanevska, who is not that bad, really. And I, I think maybe if it's even possible, showing too much respect to Alexandrova. Alexandrovo won 6, three, six four, so only by 5 games did not cover 5.5 or 6, 6.5. Um, but yeah, Alexandrovo Yeah, watch out. Every time we bring her up, I'll have to mention it. It is such a shame she will not be playing Wimbledon. Her, more than anyone else. Petkovic, Muguruza. Um, yeah, look, Muguruza now... Um, on the year, seven wins and ten losses. This is Magrutha's ten loss this year and only has seven wins. Yesterday I tweeted a really good tweet. Um you know, just to show you that I, 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 I can write and articulate uh thoughts pretty well when it's written. Uh but speaking maybe not so much sometimes, I tweeted and this is what I said word for word. Following Garbini Muguruza on social media, just watching her practice sessions and her training regimen, you think she's about to win every match, six love, six love, forever. Why does all this commitment, focus, professionalism, and preparedness not translate to the court? Something's wrong. Now, every time Muguruza comes and plays a tournament, I talk about this. Something is clearly wrong with Muguruza. Um, and something that I also have talked about previously is that if you ever have a daughter or sister or any, uh, uh, you know, uh, a girl in your life that wants to get into tennis, young or old, just let her watch uh, Muguruza mixtapes on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, sorry. Uh, practice sessions, you know, uh, training drills. Uh, just hitting with her coach or a partner, some of her match highlights, whatever, just any kind of Moguruta mixtape. If you follow um, Garbinia on uh, YouTube or Instagram or, or whatever social media, she usually posts a lot of uh, footage from her, her training and like her day to day as uh, as far as uh, practice, training, working out, da 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 da. You know, like basically her, her training regimen. Okay, and she looks amazing, and it's inspiring, she's incredible, man, her footwork, her technique, it's all so good. And you can tell, she's very uh, professional, she's very um, diplomatic, she carries herself well, she's very confident, she's got that bad bitch energy to her, but but why does this not all translate to the court? Something is seriously wrong, I'm saying it's coaching, it could also be uh, like a mental thing, Uh, maybe... I—I I mean, I—it's not that I doubt it, but I—I I, I do doubt it. Uh, I do doubt it. I don't doubt it, but I—but I really think it's coaching. If anything, like something's not right, something needs to be changed. She has no Plan B. When something's not working, she cannot adjust. Even though her technique is phenomenal, I—I—I I, I don't know. Muguruza really bad. On the topic of Muguruza. One of my good friends on Twitter asked me a question. He asked me, who's more washed, Muguruta or Kvitova? Now, that's a really good question, because honestly, like, last year, or maybe at the start of this year, I would have said, Vika and Kerber are more washed than muguruta and Kvitova. So, there's like five players in this category, maybe six. Maybe seven if you count Venus, but maybe six if you only count Serena. But it's Halep, Vika, Kerber, Kvitova, Muguruza. Those five. Halep has them beat in terms of relevance, and then just the uh, you know the longevity. Uh, like she's probably better than they ever were, and but currently she's definitely. I mean, I, that's. I guess overrated. Oh, debate, was, were Kerber, Kvitova, Muguruza, Vika, were any of them ever, ever better than Halep? Maybe, maybe not. I, I think, no, in my opinion. But now, at the moment, definitely, none of them are even close to Halep. I think that's not even a discussion. Um, but those other four, so Kerber, Vika, Kvitova, Muguruza, where do they stand? Who's washed? Who's not? Who's finished? Who still has, has some left? Who can make another run? Who can regain form, get it going? Uh, Kerber uh, did that this year. I think she's the only one that uh, won a title and, e- and even got close. I mean, the others didn't even get close to anything like that this year, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Is Muguruza washed? I think, y- yeah. Because if it's not coaching, then it just means she's done physically. is Kvitseva, I mean Kvitova is similar to Mugruta tall not very quick aging not very athletic relies on certain things uh, but she's no longer as young or as 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 fit as she once was so as she washed Kerber I mean Kerber is a part-timer she had uh, a good like week and a half in Strasbourg and then you know a couple of matches at the French Open but that was it As far as Kerber's relevance to the tour this year. Grass is her best surface. Watch out for her at Wimbledon. But, I mean... She's a a defending champion at Bad Omberg. Bad Omberg Omberg is next week. uh, Where Kerber will defend her title. And then it's Wimbledon. Vika, I don't think she's washed... But I don't think she's relevant, either. Um, she's a hell of a player, obviously. I mean, and still, I think she's a hell of a player. Very competitive. Um, I think mentally very tough, kind of like Simona. Um, can beat you in, in all kinds of ways, can beat all kinds of players, but just not very relevant. Kivitsva Muguruta, uh... I don't know, man. It's 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 tough. I don't want any of them to be finished, especially not Muguruza, especially not. I don't want... honestly, like I am a huge fan and I love all of those girls, but I, except for Kerber, maybe honestly. But I I respect and appreciate Kerber. Like these are all legends. But I I think I think. I think they're finished. Honestly, if I had to rank them, so if, like uh, from like best to worst, or relevant to least relevant at the moment, or competitive to least competitive, whatever. If I had to put this into a, into a ranking, one would be Halop, and that's obviously not up for discussion. Two, I would say Vika, Three, Kerber. Four, Kvitova. Five, Muguruza. I guess those last two are are, are tough ones. I guess you could say Kvitova is, is more washed than Muguruza, but Kvitova, I think she like she is not that defensive of a player and players like her, like if they just can get hot and find their shots, then that's all of Kvitova's problem solved, you know what I mean? But I feel like for uh, Muguruza, her problems sort of ex- extend just one thing or one factor. I think Kvitova also lacks motivation and doesn't really try. So, like, uh, I certainly think Muguruza tries and like, uh, like she's very committed and and dedicated. Um, but the results and performances surely do not reflect that. Kvitova, I don't think she cares or she tries. But I really think that if if when when she does, if she does and she catches fire, uh, she can still be quite dangerous. And Vika and Kerber, I think they continue to prove that they they can still play. So it's an interesting one, it's an interesting one to think, um, maybe Muguruza and Kvitsva are finished, and we just don't know it yet. If anyone says they're finished, then I, I, they, they don't know that, they're just saying it. Okay, I think, I think it is a bit of a tough one to tell, they're definitely trending downwards, but it's whether or not, the question is whether or not they can they can regain form, at least very briefly, for like a week or two, a tournament or two, you know, at a slam or something. They have that experience, they've all won slams before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Petkovic, the only player left in the draw in Berlin, beats Muguruta in straight sets. The over got there in the end. Um, I'm proud of that bet too. I think that was pretty straightforward, and re- surprisingly, really low as well. Uh, Petkovitz one as like a plus two something underdog. Um, again, yeah. Kudermetsva and Sabalenka now. Now this is funny, and I, I'm I'm not just using Muguruza an example because of its its relevance or or, or or I'm biased or anything like that, but. Uh, Kudermetova's win over Sabalenka here today was very reminiscent of Kudermetova's win against Muguruza in Dubai from March, I believe, or f- Feb, was it, from earlier this year uh, on the court, on the hard courts. Kudermetova against Muguruza lost the first set pretty convincingly, looking, looked second best by, by quite a bit. And the second set also was like a continuation of the first, looked second best by quite a bit, and, and you'd think that it was about to be a, a straightforward uh, 2-0 loss for <laughs> uh, Kudrymatova, or uh, rather a, a straightforward straight sets uh, win for Kudrymatova's opponent both times. And then against Muguruza, Kudryavtseva came back, got it, got it going, and and won a, a really closely contested, uh, come from behind three set win. Today against Sabalenka, the same thing. Sabalenka though, however, did help her a little bit. You can say. Um. I think Sabalenka was like five, five two thirty love up. Did I did I say that correct correctly? 5-2-3 love up. Yeah, 5-2, 30 love up. Um, returning. Uh two points away from you know winning the match. She lost that set, 5-7, lost the match, 6-4. Uh s- really uh, got this one spot on, over and Kudermetzovo. She proved that she can she can do it against a big player, against a player that's beaten her three times in the past, against a player that she's playing doubles with this week, and, and like I said to you before, they're they're pretty good friends. They're close, and Sabalenka has crushed her and, and and pissed on her before. Kudryavtseva, I think she is improving slowly, but I think there is one more step that Kudryavtseva needs to take. For her to truly become in the mix. Good win for Kundarmetova. She's through to the second round. We'll talk about who she plays next later. Now, Xinwen Shang. Xinwen Shang did what she did against Iga Fiontek on, on the clay at the French Open. Uh, just last week, won a 125k in, in Valencia. On clay as well, and here in her first gra- match on grass, uh, lost to Alicia Parks in straight sets. Now, Alicia Parks, bro, she's uh, an extremely under-the-radar player, um, qualifier, impressed over the weekend in qualies, and, and this was a very good win over uh, Shinwon Cheng. Alicia Parks, 21-year-old uh, American girl, uh, good, really, not, not, not bad at all. Impressive win for her. She's through to the second round. Lastly, Jabor Mukova. This was uh, tough to watch. Of course, you know, they made this draw. They said, oh, look, once Jabor doesn't always get um, uh, easy opponents and easy draws, it's just to throw you off the scent. You know, Mukova was injured. Maybe, uh, you know, I engaged in some wishful thinking, thinking that she could be competitive. She, you know, even with her past um you know struggles with injury whenever she did come back and play she she it, she looked good and always right away you know what I mean it it, it, it she instantly started playing well f- found form and looked like she never left it was just like rhythm or fitness or something like that but no Jaboar one six three six three good for on Jabor she's through to the second round yeah. That just hurts in so many ways, seeing Mukhova lose to a player like Unzjabur to lose your bets. It's just sickening. It's just so sickening. My god. My god. My god. So that is all for today's matches. We have uh, two more left. I think there is one first round match that's yet to be played and it's Koko Goff and An Lee and it's clear that they were saving the best for last. Okay, having a first round match on a Wednesday is a bit weird but it is what it is. So there's five matches in Berlin tomorrow, four of them being second round matches and that Coco Goff and Lee match being the final first round match being played on a Wednesday. So yeah, they'll play their second round match on, on Thursday and then Quarter-final, semi final final for Coca Golf because I mean, Coca Golf is just incredible. Getting Ann Lee in the first round. Fuck me, man. Seriously. I mean, just stop it. Stop that. On to tomorrow, then. Let's have a look. So, just the four matches in Birmingham tomorrow. And there's two matches that are suspended Martin Georgie, and Fett and Zhang. The Zhang banger. Krunic takes on Kristea. Kristea is a minus three and a half do- uh, favorite over Krunic. I think that's a very good bet to make. Krunic is a lucky loser in the draw. Um, I, I think Sorry Kristea will, will put her in her place, I think. Sorry Kristea, good win versus Shelby Rogers. Please, let's get something going, Sorry Kristea. Sori Kriste leads the head to head 2 1 over Alexandra Krunic. Katie Bolter versus Caroline Garcia. It's going to have to be Katie Bolter and not in Birmingham in front of the fans. Carol Garcia can't keep winning Katie Bolter. Harriet Dart versus Simona Halep, honestly, a pretty good one. Harriet Dart 626 2 6 low versus Maria Camila Osorio sorano but obviously Simona Halep is no Maria Camila Osorio sorano right? I think five and a half is a lot worth worth a flyer for sure, worth a stab, maybe to win a set too, but money line maybe not, maybe though, maybe honestly, why not? But no, um, I think the line is right. It's not too big. I think five and a half is fair. Um, But I don't think Simona Halep covers that. I think Harriet Dart... I mean, obviously, no expectation here for her uh, to win or to, you know, maybe to some people to to even make this competitive, as the line suggests. But I I think she will be able to. I think she will be able to. (laughs) I think playing at home, not having that pressure to uh, perform or to win, where it's like, like, yo, like, why the fuck are you losing? You know what I mean? And Simona Halep the opposite. Uh, and Simona Halep lately, very hot and cold, very very hit or, hit or miss. Oh, wow, wow! What was that? What, what, what is that? Very hits or miss lately, Simona Halep, so like... I think Harriet Dart plus 5.5 should be good. Honestly, don't laugh at me, but this might be the best match tomorrow in Birmingham. Uh, it's last on center court. Uh... Kat McNally versus Donna Vekic, and it's a pick Now, I told you how Kat McNally is 7-1, seven, 7 wins, most wins on grass so far, four of them being in qualies, though, not, not in the main draw. With that being said, she has looked good, her confidence is through the roof, but Donna Vekic is probably the better, more experienced player on paper. Uh, also, probably playing on her best surface, Donna Vekic, you would say, she's, she's pretty good on grass. The lines are a pick'em, and you just have to go uh, Katie McNally, and it's so hard, fading Donna Vekic back-to-back, it's never fun, it's never easy. And especially, like, if you're fading a player twice in a row, that means you already lost one, right? Because if, if you know, took Coco Vandewey in the first round, Donna Vekic beat her, um, and I, uh, you know, <laughs> if, if Donna Vekic beats Katie McNally, I'll honestly be surprised, and... It's not gonna be a good feeling at all, fading a player you like twice in a row. But uh, it is what it is. Just just cannot pass up on a player playing with so much confidence and 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 inspiration and and positivity. Caddy McNally minus one t- 110. It's a pickem, by the way. On to Berlin then. The five matches, four of them uh, second round, and the Anly Coca Golf one. Uh, you know, obviously best for last uh, uh, first round match. Karolina Pliskova plays Bianca Andreescu. this is, uh, Kaya Pliskova, 100%. Bianca Andreescu honestly should have lost to Sinyakova, deserved to lose to Sinyakova, and I think, um, Kaya Pliskova is about to get it going here. This is, this would, this would be a good opportunity for her. Uh, served well, hit a f- fucking 16 million aces, and, uh, you know, her last two sets that she played, 6-love, six 6-love, six and, and that's good, um, for your confidence and shit, and and Pliskova, I, I think she has she has been back, for like her last couple of matches. I think she's been, um, you know, like going back to like the end of clay season. I think she has been back, and and this is definitely uh, her her best surface, you could say, because of the advantage she has over players. Her weapons, such as her serve, just just ridiculous. Pia Pl- Kaya Pliskova minus 130 looks very good. Ekaterina Alexandrova minus 182, minus two and a half against Daria Kasatkina. Just send it. Just send it. Who the fuck is Daria Kasatkina? I don't even want to talk about this, or, or her specifically. But Alexandrova is playing really well. Can't better. I think she was very overvalued yesterday against Zenevska. and maybe as a result of her not covering, or you know what I mean. I think Zinenska was the one being uh, disrespected having a line that big, um, I think Zenevska honestly could beat Kassadkina by like four or five games, uh, so, yeah, just saying, but no, Alexandrova in, in, in any way you like, I think looks very good, uh, she should eat up the kasatkina serve, and, and just be too good, and, and hit too big for kasatkina that's it. Now Petkovic versus Sasnovic. Petkovic opened like 130. She's now up to 160, and I don't really understand why. Uh, I think this is a a good bet to make. I think Petkovic in Germany has always, uh, you know, she's always played well. I think her and Kerber always come through in Germany. The head-to-head is two and one to Sasnovic. The most recent one being in Rome from like last month, 7-5, 6- love Sasnovic. And then last year in Cincinnati, seven five six two Sasnovich, and five years ago in China, six one six one Petkovic. By the way, Pliskova and Andreescu, one and one, casted and Alexandrova one and one. And Lee and Coco Golf, obviously, we're not going to talk about it, so it doesn't matter what their head to head is. I think this this Petkovic line is a little bit funny. I, I uh, Sasnovic as a favorite, not never, never a good idea. Never a good idea. Sasnovic when she's a clear underdog, not just you know, odds wise in, in the betting market, but also on paper when she's the you know the clear underdog, then yeah, she might be worth a shot. She's quite the beast slayer. But as a favorite, no, it's never a good idea. And Petkovic can get it going and do some beast slaying herself here. Yeah, in Germany playing well, confident. Uh beat Muguruza in straights. Uh, gotta give her a little bit credit for that. It's it's not it's not the biggest win of her life, I'm sure, but yeah, I mean it's only Sasnovich On grass too. Night session in Berlin tomorrow. Daria Seville versus Maria Sakri. I'm gonna I'm only gonna play one bet here and it's Seville Moneyline. If it wins, it wins, uh, and she should win, um... Okay, she she shouldn't win, but she shouldn't be this big of an underdog, so I'm not even gonna try and be cute with like a spread or a total or anything. Um... It's just incredible value. I mean, no one in their right mind should be betting Zachary minus 435, there's just no value there. Like, yeah, she should be a favorite, but not like this. I mean the Darius Seville, at worst, like should be like plus two hundred, but she's plus three forty. Honestly, reasonably, like plus one sixty, plus one eighty five for Seville, like would have been fair, I think. Uh, plus three forty is uh, it's it's really funny. I think Zachary should not be anything more than like minus two forty or something. But she's minus 440 yeah miss me with that miss me with that shit. so to recap what we're saying for tomorrow starting with birmingham sorry kirsteia minus three and a half katie bolter money line harriet dart plus five and a half and kat mcnally money line all should be very good i think in berlin kaya plushkova minus 130 alexandrova in every and any way you like uh, Petkovic plus 160 I think looks good, and Seville, uh, money line for the value. I wouldn't play the over, because honestly Seville could win 6-2, 6-3. And I- I'm just being honest. To win a set though for Seville could be good, uh, there will be a plus next to that, and I think that's a decent value also. So to take a look at the draw, tomorrow will be the the first half of the round two matches, except for the two suspended games in Birmingham, and obviously the the, the, the first round match, best for last, in Berlin. Uh, Anne Lee versus Coco Goff, right? Cannot, absolutely cannot miss that one. But to look at Berlin, this is what the draw looks like. Um, obviously, so it's clear what the second round matches are. So, um... Uh, we, obviously we already know some of them because they're playing tomorrow. We just talked about them. Uh, McNally versus Donna Vekic. Krunic versus Sori Kristea. Uh, Katie Bolzer versus Carol Garcia. And Harriet, Dar- Harriet Dart versus Simona Halep. Other second round matches. Number one seed Ostapenko versus Diana Yastremska. Both players won today. That should be very good. Um... Wow. I think everyone in the world is probably gonna bet the over on this one. Um. Should be... That's like... That is must-watch TV right there. Ostapenko versus Yastremska. Um. Bitchiness. Attitude problems. Disrespect. Um. And a shit-ton of hitting. They'll probably need new balls not every nine games, but probably every two games. Each player serves once. You need new balls, I think. Oh. Ostapenko Yastrumsko, wow, that should be very good. Elena Gabriela Rus, who got a good uh, straight sets win over Shang yesterday, is awaiting the winner of Jenna Fett and the Zhangbanger. Banger. Haddad Maya gets Magdalena Freck, that's amazing news for her, her draw looks very good right now. She gets Magdalena Freck, which should be good, and then she'll get either um, Lauren Davis or Martinsova, or Georgie in the quarterfinal, and I don't see any problems for for Bia Haddad Maya. Mhm. And Lauren Davis is waiting for the winner <laughs> of Martensova and Georgie. So that's, uh, you know there are four other second round matches other than the ones being played tomorrow. Uh, Bia Haddad Maya Magdalena Frek, Ostapenko versus Yastremska. And then Gabi Roos against either Fett or the Zangbanger. And Lauren Davis against Martin Savo or Georgie. To look at some of the key players and what the rest of their, their path or their draw looks like. Um, Ostapenko, Yastremska is the tough one in, in, in the top quarter of the draw. And then the winner in the quarterfinal would face either Roos or, or Fett or the Zangbanger. And I think that's uh, very doable for whoever wins the vs. jestremska match. So it looks like one of those will be making the semi-final, regardless of who wins any of the other matches. Katie McNally gets Donna Vekic and then we will either get Krunic or Sori Kristea. If it's Sori Kristea... For Katie McNally, if Katie McNally can get past Dona to then play Sori Kurstea, if Sori Kurstea wins, uh, that could be another tough test too. And in the semi final, looks like she'll play either Ostapenko or Jostremska, and that, that could all be very tough tests, but we'll see. At the moment, if I had to say I'd I'd say that semi final will be either Ostapenko versus Kurstea or Ostapenko versus Katie McNally. In the bottom half of the draw, Magdalena Freck, uh, like I said, will probably lose to Bea Haddad Maya, and Bea Haddad Maya will get either Lauren Davis, or Martinsiva, or Georgie. Now, the only real problem there, I think, is Georgie, but even then, honestly, I think Bea Haddad Maya is better and more consistent, and just solid and, and just flying high at the moment. She already beat Martinsiva through retirement in the semi final in Nottingham and lauren davis that's uh, yeah and the bottom bottom quarter so it looks like bia maya will make the semifinal. her opponent in the semi-final um will either be katie bolter caro garcia harriet dart or simona halep looks like it's gonna be simona halep uh, simona halep gets dart and then we'll face the winner of katie bolter and caro garcia whoever wins that match katie bolter caro garcia i think they know it's gonna be the end of their road if their opponent is Simona Halep, if Harriet Dart somehow beats Simona Halep, that could make for a very interesting uh, quarterfinal. Could potentially be uh, Bolter versus Harriet Dart, the two British girls. Mm-hmm. So semifinals prediction at the moment: Ostapenko, McNally for me in the top half. And then the bottom half, uh, Bia Haddad Maya versus Simona Halep. Is Bia Haddad Maya going to go back-to-back? You know she's playing Wimbledon, so... Is Ostapenko going to win? Is Halep going to win? No way McNally wins, right? Is she even going to make the semi-final? I don't know, but we'll do this again tomorrow and and reevaluate. Maybe at the end of the second round we'll do this, so not tomorrow, but on Thursday. Thursday. Right? Yeah. Thursday. On to the Berlin draw then. So in Berlin, we have our f- uh, first half of our second round matches tomorrow. Uh, four of them. We already talked about them. Um, Kasatkina Alexandrova, uh, Daria Saville versus Maria Sakari, Kaya Plushkova versus Andrisko, and Sasnovich versus Petkovic. Other second round matches are uh, uns Jabor versus the very under the radar and, and a bit of uh, surprise uh, this tournament, uh, Alicia Parks. Uh, I really hope Alicia Parks win th- wins this match, but it's very unlikely. Again, let's just talk about uns Jabor's draw. An injured Kaya Mukova, and then qualifier Alicia Parks. Uh, look, um, look, I'm not going to say anything. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's true. You have evidence. It's clear. Uh, th- this is how Unce Jabor is the one seed here. This is how she became top three in the world. Her draws are all, always look like this. Always. All the time, man. All the fucking time, man. And by the time she reaches the semi-finals, she had such a cakewalk. She's full of confidence. Uh, she had easy matches, no stress. Her, her, her opponent's the opposite, so she wins. Like, by default. You know, it's not even, like, because she's good or anything. My goodness, if only people could see things for what they actually are. Another second round match, Xinyu Wang will await the winner of the the hugely anticipated first round match and Lee Koko Goff. Um, all eyes on Xinyu Wang uh, against Koko Goff in, in that second round. Okay here we go, and the last two uh, second round matches, Benchich versus Kalinskaya, rematch of, of Den Bosch from last week, um, this line is plus five. Like, plus 5, plus 4.5 for Kalinskaya, that's a bet. Kalinskaya plus 4.75, that's a bet. Benchich is on fraud watch, and I really have a feeling she's um, uh, she's going to fail. And, and the conclusion of, of of her being on fraud watch is that she is a fraud, and, and she'll be gone. And she'll be forgotten about, uh, from my point of view. Kalinskaya all eyes on you? Probably shouldn't be the favorite, but again just like Darius Seville versus Sakri. Not like this. This is this is way too much. This is way too much. Kalinskaya plus forty seventy five against Benchich, why? Why is Benchich minus six hundred? For what? Samsonova versus Kudermetseva. Go bet Kudermetseva as soon as you can. She's minus 130. Go bet Kudermetseva as soon as you can. She's minus 130 against Samsonova, who honestly looked like shit against Zidanchik last week. Lost to An Lee. Kudermetseva just beat Sabalenka. She will not she will not lose to Samsonova. Minus 130 is a steal. Go bet that right now. Super fast. And then Unstabor is minus 5.5 against Alicia Parks. Uh, Alicia Parks is plus f- 750 over under uh 19 19 and a half. Uh 19 18 and a half, I guess. That's probably going to be a pass. Uh I'm I'm good with unstibor matches for now. Thank you. Uh we didn't talk about them. Uh sorry, because I I totally have zero focus. Uh Maya Maya's minus 4 against Magdalena frack in the second round of Birmingham. That's not going to be tomorrow. I'm just uh, looking ahead. I forgot to look at the lines for the uh, Birmingham matches. Uh, Ostapenko minus 185, minus 3.5 against Yastremska. That should be really good. that Maya 2-0 looks, looks to be a, a very good bet. It's only... Minus 115. Haddad Maya is only minus one fifteen against Magdalena That is all for today and for tomorrow and I guess for the day after. Um at the end of the second round, we will also d- we will do a, a preview like this as well. Um look at the draw, see what's good. Um hopefully the Berlin matches, which is the star-studded tournament. Uh, gets better it's the f- it's the wta 500 uh it's somewhat the more prestigious of the of the grass tournaments um so i hope that gets better and i'm excited for the matches uh, i hope everyone has a great week ha- has a great day enjoy the matches uh best of luck to us this has been the safe space thank you for listening and i'll see you guys tomorrow <laughs>